0: The autumn wind is a pirate.
1: Welcome Raider Nation to the Raider Nation podcast. I'm your host Raider Greg. Welcome to our show. And boy, oh boy, nothing like watching the Seahawk fan shrivel to sadness. I love it. That and more here on show 608. On today's show, we will have the great victory in the Northwest. Yes, the Seacocks went down crying literally, figuratively, and every other way (laughs) imaginable. I just love it. We're going to hit on that. And also, the Nutless Chartless Chargers come to Las Vegas for our second matchup. And our first one was really close. This one, I think, is going to be way closer. And I think we can pull off the W. We'll hit on that for sure. The bone line will wrap it up. Hey, man, I love the Raider Nation. You know I do. Randy and I have been doing this for some time. The longest running professional sports podcast in history. You got to know that. So let's get to it, shall we? There's just gotta be a Seahawk song. <laughs> Randy, can you find it? Power
0: on Power up,
2: Power Power through the moon We shake the earth, we own the sky, we ride the wave,
0: fly hawks fly, electric green.
1: The Las Vegas Raider traveled to the 12th man, yes, that horrible stadium made for sound so that the fans can just rip it and forget it. And uh, a nice thing I want to say on a side note is there were a lot of Raider fans in the house. Let me just say that for sure.
2: You had the headset on last one when the walk-off touchdown, but you heard the roar of the Raider fans, yeah. how it quieted. Unbelievable. I, I went back and looked at that two or three times yeah. to hear the level of oh, the yeah. crowd to know how many Raider fans traveled.
3: There was a ton of Raider fans in Seattle, um, and it's, it doesn't surprise me anymore. You know, now I've gotten used to it. Um, when we come out of the tunnel in pregame warm-ups on yeah. the road, there's an enormous roar, you know, and, and that's just a tribute to the kind of fans we have.
1: The Northwest Raiders, the fans, came big time. Because you could see in the stands, there was a lot of silver and black, which was really a nice touch. Super nice. And I, I got to tell you, I got a special place in my heart for the Seacock fan. Uh, Yeah, not at all. Uh, we saw them play us in London. They beat us, and the fans were just, well... They weren't very nice. (laughs) They are pretty obnoxious, honestly. So I couldn't wait to see, and I looked very closely at the game of the crowd and their faces. It was one of the best parts of this game, which, incidentally, was probably one of the better games I've seen in a very, very long time. The Raiders, supposed to lose... Now, they were only three-point dogs in this, and for good reason. This game, 40-34. to 34, What a nail-biter, winning it in overtime with the man of the hour and of the day and the, <laughs> the player of the week, without a doubt, Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs ran and caught passes for over 300 yards, 303 to be exact, he won this game for the Raiders, 229 on the ground, and 33 attempts is a insane number. 74 in the air. Incredible. Incredible feat from a guy who Josh McDaniels played in the Hall of Fame game. No respect for Josh Jacobs. None. I don't know if Josh McDaniels watched any of his film the year before,
4: you were aware of him, the what you were
3: doing, what you were aware of. Them. Not to this extent. Um, you know, you don't ever, you don't ever um, get to know somebody this well, you know, unless you're with them, you know, and coaching them. And um, I just have an incredible admiration uh, for it's not just what he does on the field. It's how he practices, what he does in preparation, how attentive he is in the meetings, what he's like in the walkthroughs, um, how much he wants to win, you know, I mean, he just he wants to win, and um, you know that's the greatest compliment you could give somebody does everything he can to help us
1: but Jacobs was a beast last year. he's the reason we went to the playoffs. Our running back was a beast, and I don't understand that this coach could say that he evaluated all his players because man, he certainly dropped the ball on this, and now, since they didn't give him a contract. The Raiders are either going to lose him or they're going to have to pay him. But word is he's going to go out on the market and see what he can get. And I say good for him, well-deserved. He wants to stay a Raider, but this is all on our coach. Let me just say that right now. And on our coach, let me just say, yeah, we got two wins in a row. He is now learning, finally the talents of his players. He is now learning to let the players play and to be less of an influence on the play calling and let the quarterback do his job. This is what's changed in the Raiders. The coach is finally starting to relax a little bit and allow the players to make plays and not dictate Everything. But in this game also, like, you know, with uh, third down or fourth down and one, he tosses the ball backwards to Jacobs. They already knew he was coming. We didn't get it. Didn't make it. When Jacobs all day was running right through them in the middle, he tries some fancy play. That's on the coach. It's not on the player. There were a couple plays called in this game that I thought were kind of stinkers, but we won. I'm glad, but it wasn't for the coach. It was for Josh Jacobs and the rest of the team. Now, the offensive line played like monsters, maulers. They opened holes left and right, got into the second, and knocked linebackers out of the way so Jacobs could just keep moving.
2: Let's start with the obvious. Josh Jacobs, 229 yards. It's the franchise single-game record, but a lot of people helped them get there.
3: Yeah, no doubt. Uh, we gave the game ball to our offensive line, you know, and um, you know, helped, helped produce a lot of uh, yards in a running game. Uh, kept Derek clean for the most part all day. Um, did a really good job against a physical front, a group that uh, has created issues for people in the past, but they were good. Jakob was good. Foster oh. was good. Um, really got, you know, Jet Josh started and got him through the line of scrimmage, which was big.
2: This is what you always thought of Jakob, right? When he's coming through and he's just burying people, the strength of him, he gets stronger throughout the game.
3: He does, and throughout the season. Uh, I mean, he's in the weight room every day, you know, and so uh, this is a guy that understands his role. Um, he brings in an added element of toughness to our offense, and I think that was on full display on Sunday.
2: Let's go back to the offensive line, and Josh, what are you seeing when you look at the tape? Is he hitting the holes fast? Is he waiting for it? And what about the blocking at the next level?
3: Yeah, he's got great patience, you know, and I like the the touchdown one, uh, run to, to seal it, and oh, he just hit it because it was there. Um, but if it's not, and it's a little bit of a gray area, he he, he bides his time behind the line of scrimmage, and... Uh, our offensive line coach calls him an owl because he, he sees like he sees everything, you know, and he can find the hole if it's backside, front side or right in front of him. And uh, the second level blockers, including the receivers, um, you know, Matt Collins, Keelan Cole, some of those guys really helped get on the second level people to, to allow him some more space to run.
1: And at first when we ran the ball, you know, it was fine. It was two yards, maybe three yards, maybe two yards, but always moving forward. And as the game went on, that defensive line got super tired. You could see (laughs) hands on their hips, tired of trying to chase this guy down. And that was the, the formula for victory, just like it was in our last game. Josh Jacobs, who got no respect from this coach or staff or the general manager, with their baloney about evaluations, dropped the ball on this player. And this player is proving that he is a true Raider, having the best game in Raider history as a running back. And we've had some doozies. Bo Jackson. I mean, do I need to go down the list? I mean, Darren McFadden was a great running back. We've had some great running backs through our history marcus allen i mean i could just go on and on
2: 229 yards 303 total yards with two touchdowns that's only the fifth running back in nfl history with 300 total yards and a two td game let let me repeat that again in the history of this entire league the fifth time ever 300 total yards and two touchdowns in a game for a running back that is rare air and he got it done Congratulations to Josh Jacobs, who's going to be all over Sports Center, Halftime, which I love watching here on Sunday Night Football. He'll be the feature story there, too.
1: But still, here we go. The best runner in Raider history, and they didn't pay him. Matter of fact, they punked him by making him play in preseason. And then, at the beginning of the year, they didn't play him much you know what, you get twelve carries in a game, maybe fifteen carries, while the past happy coach wants to play like he has Tom Brady. <laughs> That's not his team. And I think he's starting to figure that out. I think
3: our team is obviously learning how to be resilient and uh you know, give Seattle a lot of credit. Uh they this is a good football team. They're well coached like we thought they would would be. Um, Pete does a great job and they gave us some fits on some things and made some adjustments, and we had to make some adjustments. And uh, it was a very interesting game in that regard. I thought our guys were tough. Uh, we we kind of had some highs and lows, lost a the lead there, and then came back, and then lost it again, then came back. And you know, and I know we, we missed some opportunities to maybe get the, get the lead stretched a little bit. Um, but we wanted to be aggressive today and, and try to and give our guys an opportunity to do that. And I thought they came out with the right mentality you know and lo and behold we just keep playing and string together two in a row so feels good to win and like I said uh, credit credit our guys they kept fighting you got to focus on the next drive the next sequence the next unit that's going to go out there on the field I mean it started from the first play to the last play you know first play is an interception and the last play is a touchdown and uh, there was a lot of swings in the game and uh, I credit our coaches our coaches did a really good job of staying neutral at times when they needed to be, and trying to fix the problems if there were any, you know, and address those uh, without having a bunch of emotion in it. You know, I got emotional a little bit, you know, and but that's football uh, when you're going up and down and uh, you want to you want to win. So uh, I thought our guys, our captains did a great job of staying even keeled today too uh, throughout the whole game. Uh, a lot of guys out there trying to make the, the plays in the critical moments and look, when you play when you play a game like this, you're going to need complimentary football to win. Uh, all three phases are going to have to contribute somehow, some way, and uh, each man that's active on game day is going to have to do his job, and I think we're learning how to do that well as a team, and we have a long way to go, and there's a lot of things we didn't do very well today, but I think we're trying to play together, uh, you know, better than we have earlier in the year. Josh
5: Jacobs is just <laughs> phenomenal.
3: Yeah, he's, uh, he's I guess, I've, I don't know, I'm running out of superlatives. Um, you know, he you know, over 300 total yards in the game, and you know he wasn't, you know, didn't feel perfect, you know, but um, you know he just, I think, toughness. Um, he's a football player. I mean, that's probably the greatest compliment I could give him, and. Um, you know, he comes up big with, you know, big – he had a couple of big first downs on third and short that, like, I'm not sure everybody in the league gets those, you know, but he did. And, you know, of course, you know, makes the big play at the end. But I thought he was tremendous throughout. Uh, gave us a lot of hard yards in a running game. Caught the ball well out of the backfield. Makes some big plays with his hands. And um, – but that's J.J. That's what he is. How
2: about that, everybody? Just a team victory. This is what Coach has been preaching since the preseason in Canton, Ohio – Uh, Fans have been rough on him. This is what he's been preaching. Stay together as a team. Stay together as a team.
1: So without further ado, let me just say, way to go Raiders on this game. The offensive line was amazing, protecting Carr. Carr had a great game. At first, man, two interceptions. One for sure was a bad throw. The other tipped. I don't call that on the quarterback. Moreau should have caught that ball. But look what happened we didn't give up the team kept driving kept pushing kept going forward and our defense came up big in big moments max crosby incredible beast superman and 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 games i mean third and one in overtime sack two receivers out to the right two left Guess the shotgun snap. Raiders
2: bring a blitz. He is smothered. Air brought down. Max Crosby came around for the sack. And the Raiders take a timeout with 48 seconds to go. And Smith smothered back at the 29-yard line. It's just amazing what he's able to do. Welcome back, JT on the post-game show. Mad Max Crosby.
1: Gino, which is not the best quarterback, but he's been playing really well, they were six and four they were they were winning team. Tyler Lockett's no joke, and our defense shut him down in key moments. Nichols and Billings in the middle, putting pressure so Gino couldn't run inside. I mean he got a run or two off, but nothing like he could have. And we got the fumble with, he flubbed the ball, which was, he was under duress. He was under stress the whole day. I really was excited to see Chandler Jones kind of contain
2: the edge. I don't think, I didn't think he was doing it great early in the game, but I thought Chandler Jones, as I've been talking about his legs needing to activate and get in better shape as the season goes on, I think his cardio and ability to play hard and tackle and do some good things. He's starting to come around. I really do. So Chandler Jones, I thought, played with great energy in this game and helped the team win.
1: So good job, Raiders, man. What a game. Probably the most exciting game since, for me, the Chargers game last year before we went to the playoffs, I thought that was also another exciting contest. Guys just playing out of their minds. And you could see, really, The contrast between this winning game and the Bronco game to the losing games, the players didn't seem like they were engaged. They didn't seem like they were into it, like they were fighting not only the coach but the other team. Gee whiz, last two games, everybody's been on the same page.
2: There's not one voice in the Raider Nation who will debate that that team is together, that team is a brotherhood, and how hard they're playing, and how hard they're playing to win these games. There's been some bad losses, some tough losses, but there's a lot of fight in this edition of the Silver and Black, and they're going to have to show it coming up here.
1: And Josh McDaniels has benefited from listening to his players, finally. Let's hope that this trend continues and that he learns faster. We're stuck with him for a while, and you know when He's not on the ho- off the hot seat in my eyes. He's got a long way to go. But I just think the team is finally understanding his offense, and he, <laughs> as a coach, is finally understanding his team, which has been the problem the whole season.
2: How much easier is it, Josh, as you build a program in a, in a franchise that you're sticking with your process, but when you're showing them tape and it's tape of winning, how Mm -hmm. much does that help? Just the mindset.
3: Yeah, I think it, um, you know, they want to see it work. You know, I think all of us, uh, when we're we're growing up and being taught something, whether it's school or uh, playing a a competitive sport, you know, you want to see yourself have success. And sometimes I think it's a lot easier to um, you know, acclimate to what's being what you're being told when you're seeing somebody else do it on video or what have you. So um, there's nothing better than when you get them to have the success, and then that pounds home the 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 process and the message you've been giving them. If we do this right, we're probably going to get good results. And so um, you know, we've gotten that off and on throughout the course of the season so far. Um, and I think the more we get it, the more contagious it becomes, you know, and, and guys really are tapped into trying to do the little things right that may give us an advantage.
5: A lot of your players have talked about that 86 yard, yard run by Josh, Josh, um, as being a, kind of a, uh, an example of that, it wasn't one block that sprung him, it was no. everybody who sprung him. Yeah. It was basically everybody doing their job. Is that kind of what you're trying yeah. to think
3: Yeah. I mean, look, you can't produce plays like that with one man, um every good football play, you know, has good fundamentals involved in it and usually great effort. And so, um, you know, when you're, when you're watching a play have success, it's certainly not, you can't win with three or four guys doing something right. And the other six or seven, not, you know, it's impossible. And so, um, I think that play was a really good example. Uh, I thought we had a lot of We've had a lot of good plays like that in all three phases where you start to see, like, if, if all 11 of us do it pretty well uh, the way we're trying to do it, you, you know, success usually follows. And I think that's common for all the teams, you know. Every team we play, it's the same thing. When they do something really well, it's usually the result of a lot of people doing it right.
1: Good win. What a great win. defense came up big in big moments. Yeah, they scored 34 points, but their offense is pretty doggone good. We shut down Walker, the running back, to nothing. I mean, he couldn't go anywhere. And they stopped the run game because we kept scoring, and then they started passing the ball like crazy, and it was on. But they could not stop the run. They could not stop Josh Jacobs. And we stuck with the run, 33 carries, which is awesome. When he carries more than 20 times a game, we win. Gee, rocket science. (laughs) What does it take? But a great job, man. Great job by everybody. And we didn't even have Nate Hobbs in the house. We didn't have Darren Waller. We didn't have Renfro. It's quite remarkable that this team is having big
2: play after big play without two of the best big play guys from last year. That'll give Derek Carr a lot of credit for spreading the ball out. I'm one of the guys that want to give it to Devontae almost every play. I'm one of those guys. Give it to Devontae. I tweeted it out during the game. Live and die with Devontae. If you're going to lose, lose with Devontae having a look. If you're going to win, give him a chance to let you win. But Foster Moreau has a touchdown. Josh has a walk-off 86-yard run, which will go down in the ages. You know, inside the Raiders Tavern and Grill, when you walk in, they have all the great Raider highlights of all time. And most of it's Super Bowl. Most of it's Super Bowl 11, 15, 18, but there's some regular season plays in there, and they got to find a way to get this in. They got to put that in there quickly. Find the digital guy to do it because that's a play people should see when they walk inside the Raiders Tavern and Grill.
1: Yet our team continued to fight through, and we got the passes in the right place. I mean, they were double teaming all day long. You know who? Number 17. And they kept on him all day, and that opened it up for Jacobs, honestly. Because they would not let him free, Jacobs got free. And some of the catches, Jacobs one-handed. Devontae, another one-handed catch. I mean, it's clutch play. You know when guys are playing out of their mind, this was one of those games. One of the most exciting games I've ever seen, honestly, but... What a great win there in Seattle. And the 12th man <laughs> shriveled up and blew away like an autumn leaf in the autumn wind. I loved it. Love seeing the fans all dejected. Now, there's a lot of controversy the controversial call, the pass that DK Metcalf. Caught, but he really didn't catch it. They overturned that. Their fans are going nuts over that. Whatever. Welcome to uh, bad officiating. Thank you. Or good. It was really a great call. I didn't know if we would get it, but we got it. Thank goodness. The one I thought was a joke is we intercepted Geno in the end zone. That should have been an interception, but no. Our guy bobbled the ball. So DK Metcalf as well bobbled the ball. Fair game. Fair game. Now the Josh Jacobs fumble. Got to tell you, if they wouldn't have blown the whistle, that would have been a fumble. But just like us, it's happened to us too. The whistle was blown. End of story. Stop crying. Go back to the 12th man with a bunch of tissues because everybody in the putrid green and blue left the stadium crying like babies about how they got ripped off by the officials, and I say this, they got beat down by the Las Vegas Raiders, and that's all I have to say about that. Well, actually, no, it's not. (laughs) I hate to do this to you, but total yards for the Raiders, 576. 576. 372 for the Seahawks. But, man, we were throwing down the yards. Jox Jacobs, 33 carries, 229. Walker, 14 carries for 26 yards. (laughs) What a huge difference. Now, they pass the ball a lot more. Geno Smith, 328 yards in the air. Derek Carr, 295 with two interceptions. You'd have thought we would have lost this game. But, no, they could not stop the run because Zemir White, 2 for 28. Abdullah, 3 for 16. Carr ran for 10. They couldn't stop the run. DK Metcalf, 11 for 90. But he's a beast. Tyler Lockett, 3 for 68. He is also a great receiver. But I'm here to tell you, man, our defense was unbelievable. And they came just at the right minute. And the sweetest thing of all in this game, let me just say this before I leave, was that last overtime, the first play on the 15-yard line from scrimmage. Here we go. Josh Jacobs gets the handoff, blows through everybody, and... With the help of Johnson, our new fullback, Gonzo. Carr's going to start the drive under
2: center. An eye formation behind him, and he stands up to change the play. Down to five on the play clock. Gets the snap. Hands off to Jacob. Stutters to the right. Burst through the hole. 20, 25, 30. He's off to the races here in Seattle. Nobody's going to catch him. 25, 20, 10. Ball game. Bye-bye, Josh. 86 yards in overtime to
1: walk it off for a second straight week. Touchdown, Raiders.
4: Victory, Las Vegas. I have nothing to say. Oh, it's just an ISO lead. It's a beautiful run. You called it right up the middle. Oh, my goodness. Let's go home.
1: (laughs) Boom. Boom.
2: What a great call by Jason Horowitz, Lincoln Kennedy, JT, back at M Resort. Really excited that this team came together and found a way to win, right? You have to learn not to lose. The coach has been preaching that all year long. They found a way not to lose and win that game multiple times in overtime.
1: And you could just feel the oxygen (laughs) in the stadium just being sucked out of the lungs of the 12th man. Because all you could hear was the Raider Nation cheering. And it was pretty loud. I am proud of all those who went to the game, man. Great, great job supporting our team. Now that is all I have to say about that. All right, Randy, there's got to be some kind of funky Charger song. I know you got it. <laughs> Let's hear it. <laughs> I love it.
5: Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Los Angeles.
6: Los Angeles.
1: December 4th at 1:25 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, the Los Angeles Chargers. Travel to Las Vegas to play the Raiders at Allegiant Stadium. A premier game. A premier game because it's a replay of a game that we should have won. We should have won for sure. And the Chargers are not playing that well. They're playing okay. They got a better record than we do. But it's not because they're playing out lights out on their way to the playoffs. No, it's not. And let me just say something here so that we can get all the fans on the same boat. Justin Herbert has 19 touchdowns and seven interceptions. Derek Carr has 18 touchdowns and seven interceptions. And everybody is all on the ball sack of this Charger quarterback like he's a phenom, like he's... Lifted the team up and taking them to a new level. It reminds me of Philip Rivers, great quarterback, not able to get over, not able to get their team to the playoffs or the Super Bowl. That's Justin Herbert. So far, young man got a lot of time to go, but he listen, man. He put the two quarterbacks head to head, and he is not leaps and bounds. He's not a Patrick Mahomes kind of quarterback. He's average. Below average at times. The six and five Chargers play the four and seven Raiders, and it's at home. Nate Hobbs will be back. And listen, <laughs> Jacobs is feeling sore, but he—they've given him a whole week of rest. I'm telling you, they're not practice him a whole lot. Foster Moreau is going to be our tight end because. Quite honest, I'm going to go on a little rant here about Darren Waller. You all know this, that he was put up for a possible trade earlier this year. And I think that affected the young man. And I don't know if he really wants to come back and play for the Raiders. He might be looking at other options. Now, a hamstring is a tough thing to come back from, don't get me wrong. But Foster Moreau is starting to come into his own. Matter of fact, I think he's caught more balls than Waller has. He's been tougher. Waller's been kind of injured, not only this season, but before. Now, we paid him, absolutely, but I think we might even shop him next year. You know, I know that he probably wants to come back, maybe, I don't know for sure, but I'm kind of lost some confidence in the Waller situation. I'm not hearing a lot from his camp about wanting to come back and play. Now, he could put that on social media if he liked. He could put a lot on there. Renfro, I don't know about his injury. I don't think he's going to come back for this game either. And I don't know if he wants to play. He just didn't seem like he wanted to play for the Raiders. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. These are just speculations on my part, but I'm just saying. So Darren Waller, something to keep your eye on, I think. But here's something to really keep your eye on. The Los Angeles Chargers are 30th against the run. That's not very good. If we can get Joshie going early and often and keep feeding him like we have this season, 20-plus carries, I think we can pull out the W at home. I think we can beat these guys at home, and I think that could be a definite step up for our team and morale and alike. like. Now, I hope that they're not trying to get that top five pick, because if that was the case, I would be furious. I want us to win. Let's win, especially if we have a team that's behind. You can't lose, and you'll lose the team. You'll lose the players. For sure. You'll certainly lose the fan base because man, it ain't no fun losing. Now the defense of the Chargers, Khalil Mack, he's got one sack this year. I think that was Carr. Their defense isn't that good. Joy Bosa's still injured. He's hobbling around. Though no, I think Derek Carr, when he gets under pressure, he gets uh gets a little wobbly. Whatever he said. And I would love for the Raiders to just shellack the Chargers at home. Just put the hurt on them. The Raiders are
2: set to now have a showdown game against the Los Angeles Chargers. You want to talk about an atmosphere now. Raider Nation should come into Allegiant Stadium ready to roll. It should be a nice crowd there at the Chargers. You know There should always be a big crowd. Chargers don't travel well. They don't have a lot of fans, so you're not going to have 20,000 Charger fans in the building. There'll be some, but the Chargers, if the Chargers would have lost this game today and the Raiders win this game, they'd be playing for second place in the AFC West. And think of how down people were in the dumps a couple of weeks ago, if I would have told you that the Raiders have a chance to play for second in the AFC West, that's a start. they got to climb out of this hole. They need a big ladder to climb out. They do it with two
1: in a row. But it's going to be a tough game. This is a division game, and, boy, these two teams have really gone at it lately. And uh, there's really – it's so close. I mean, we, we just barely lost last time by one point, 20 to point, 20-19. That's nothing. That means we have an opportunity to win, especially if we can run the ball. And if our offensive line stays like they are, I believe we can push right through the Chargers and short them out. (laughs) I would love to see it. Their coach is on the super hot seat. They're talking about shedding him for sure. So this could put another nail in his retirement plan. That's a fact. But I think the Raiders can definitely win this game at home. I think they're amped up for it. I think we've gone through a couple victories. I think they like the taste of a win. And I think this win, this winning has been a team win. And I think the coach is finally starting to figure it out.
2: So you come home, it's a big home game in front of the fans. Yeah. Raider Nation, your message to them.
3: Yeah, I mean, I appreciate all the support that they've given us. We, like I said, we've been away for a while now. Uh, for the last five weeks, we've been on the road. And, but we felt their support uh, the entire time. We were able to, to fight hard and get a couple wins to put ourselves back here in a little, little bit of a good position at this point to try to continue our, our push. And uh, we, we can't wait to get back into Allegiant Stadium here on Sunday. We know what that's going to feel like. Um, I remember watching the last game of last season uh, when the Chargers were here, how loud it was. Uh, we know we're going to get a home field advantage from our crowd, and we're looking forward to it. Good luck against the Chargers. Thank you very much.
1: So let's look forward to a W. I think so. I think the Raiders could seriously beat the Chargers this Sunday, at least by a touchdown. At least. But I'm hoping for a significant beating. You know, I would love to see us beat them, you know, by two touchdowns. Hasn't happened a lot this year. We did it with the Texans towards the end of the the game, but... Man, I would love to throttle on these Chargers and then just leave them. Make them pass the ball to Nate Hobbs so he can have a super good welcome back game. And our defensive backs are playing better. And like I said, our defensive line is becoming beast-like. So I think our defense is making progress. You know, Patrick, I need a Graham. Might, uh... Might be coming across. Someone might be feeding him some lattes. Although he didn't look like it in this last game. <laughs> he still looked like he was half asleep. But man, we got the W. I'm so happy. We need to get this W for sure. And make a statement here in a division. And beat these guys. And hey man, who knows. We might be able to beat them Chiefs too. Stranger things have happened because we have beat them already. When they've had a great team. So. Let's just look forward to the rest of the season. It's a mystery. Boy this last game was a huge game. It was so fun to watch. It was such a great game for our team. And our morale. And for the fans for crying out loud. <laughs> let's not forget us. Because we needed it. Just so bad. Well. Well. I think we could beat the chargeless, nutless, boltless chargers. And that is all I have to say about that. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Let's get on that bone line. Y'all, you guys are calling in. It's great. Thanks for doing that. I appreciate it. Everyone who listens appreciates it for sure. Let's find out who's first on the line. And our first caller, my very good brother, who really needed this win too, Raider Chris from Scranton, PA. What is up, my good brother?
7: Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is Raider Chris, Scranton, PA. I stand corrected. I'm happy that I was wrong on this one. Raiders came out with that exciting overtime win once again two weeks in a row that was just a fun game to watch back and forth just a fun game something we haven't seen in a while when it came to when it comes to this Raiders team and our defensive tackles have showed up with Billings and uh, Nichols that was great to see Mad Max doing Mad Max things Paramin in my MVP top three of the game. But let me tell you something. Let me clear my throat because I've been yelling this entire game. If this Raiders franchise does not pay that bad man, Josh Jacobs 2-8, there's going to be a lot of hell to pay because that's our boy. That is our offensive MVP right there. He's on a mission this year, and they better pay him. So, Raider Nation, I could I could point out a few negative things about this game, but we're not doing that tonight. I'm going to end it with, I'm not like that fat girl in Dallas Ball. Raiders.
1: Very well said, my good brother. I hope they pay Jacobs, too, before he gets out there and secures a contract with somebody else. I thought they should have paid him before. But it's where we are. That's what we got to do, but what a game. I totally agree. And our next caller is the Cheesehead Raider, right out of Wisconsin. What is happening, my good brother?
4: Raider Randy, Raider Greg, Raider Nation. This is the Cheesehead Raider caller from Wisconsin, and all I got to say is two letters Jay. Jay! Uh, forgot to call in last week when we swept the Bronco Hose. Maybe, I don't know, I must have been delusional or something. I can't believe that we actually swept somebody. But, hey, great division win. And now to the c <coughs> the Cox that we just beat. But it took us overtime to do it, and that's because of our ignorant, incompetent, Simple-minded mental midget coach, fourth and inches, and you run a stretch play? Are you kidding me? Why don't you just go up the middle? You got this big, huge uh, fullback. You got Derek Carr. For heaven's sakes, why wouldn't you just go up the middle? Now, a lot of people are going to say, "Well, hey, you know this, that, here, there, whatever." We won. Yes, I am ecstatic. I can't even talk. I'm I'm so excited. It was so funny. My daughter and I, uh, she's a Raider fan, raised her, right? We're at a bar. We're watching the game. After J.J. runs 86 yards for the game-winning touchdown, a Chiefs fan came up to me and said, I usually don't do this, but he gave me a fist bump. Holy cow. There's probably a million things that I could talk about, but I am so excited. My brain is swimming
1: Great call, bro. Great call. The thing I like about your calls, you're real about the coach still. And I, I thought he we could have won the game in break or two, like you said, but hey, still a great game. Still a fantastic game and the Chiefs are starting to feel it, trust me. It's not gonna be no easy game when they come to our house. I'm glad you guys had a good time, mother and I mean father and and daughter, watching football. Man, there's nothing like it. I know exactly how you guys are feeling. Thanks for the call, man. And our next caller, the R V A Raider, from Richmond, Virginia. What is happening, R V A?
8: Hey Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Raider Trip, A.K.A. the RVA Raider, calling from Richmond, Virginia. Boy, what an exciting game that Seahawks game was, and to have two weeks in a row end with walk-off touchdowns and overtime like that—good stuff, man. We definitely need a little pickup after going two and seven in those first nine games. But really, I wanted to call and tell you how much I enjoyed last week's show, particularly. The bone line, I thought the bone line was really great, having those three international calls from the two guys in England and Alex from Mexico City. It's like you said, man, having those kinds of fans, those kinds of calls out there really embody what Raider Nation is all about. Just hearing the emotion in those guys' voice and the ladies that call too, it's, it's a lot of fun for me as a fan, and it's a way to get – the true Raiders experience through some kind of media out there because we're not man. I mean you know, those guys are on a Raiders payroll like Eddie Pascal and, and um uh, even our, our our other guy there, Lincoln, Lincoln Kennedy. I mean man, I like Lincoln. Eddie Pascal sounds like he's about ten years old, man. I don't know where if he ever had any Raiders allegiances at all. But you know, it's like what you said, man. These guys are all they're, they're all Their allegiances are, are to the paycheck, man, so they can't say what we're all really thinking, what we all really want to say, and we can only get that on your podcast. And it's great that we all have an opportunity to call in and participate the way that we do. So I really appreciate the fact that you and Randy are out there grinding every week for Raider Nation, man. You guys are true fans. You're making this for true fans, and that's what it's all about. So – We'll see what happens this week. Don't got a whole lot of hope for the rest of the season, but, hey, man, it's like you've been saying, there's a lot of talent on this team. Maybe the coaching staff will get their shit together, or maybe we'll even get some new coaches. Who knows, Raider Nation, but I hope you all have a good Thanksgiving. Keep your heads up, everybody, going into the holiday season here. I'll talk to you later. Raider trip, I'm out.
1: Well, thank you, brother. Thank you for the call, and thank you for that, you know, sometimes I forget, I'm sure, But this Raider Nation is an international Raider Nation. I mean, we've met fans from Germany and Argentina and Japan and you name it. (laughs) The Raider Nation, it's everywhere. And to have the honor of having them call into our show and express their feelings about the team and the coaches and what's going on with our team is just That's what makes this show. That's what makes it for me. And it wasn't until we started The Bone Line years ago uh, was the best thing that happened. Uh, We used to have a (laughs) a, a post board where I would read some of the posts. So let's get into the Raider Nation Podcast Forum. Okay, well, you know, there's a lot of things that have happened. Okay, a lot of things that have happened. And so I'm going to try to read these and bear with me because that's just the way it is. (laughs) Those who listen understand. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Uh, New York Tommy Raider says, this is after the Jeff George signing, What the fuck? Jeff George, last night I went to sleep watching ESPN. That's when I heard it. Well, I was half asleep. I woke up and said, no, no way it's true. I was thinking it was a nightmare. Then I come to work and I haven't heard the end of it. (laughs) This is embarrassing. I don't need it. But who the, what the hell? I'm just a crazy-ass fan, and that's true, Raider right? Tommy. You are a crazy-ass fan, and that is funny shit, because you're at work, and this is happening. I'm telling you right now, uh, unbelievable the uh, <laughs> the harassment we have all gotten. Okay, Colorado Chris comes in. WTF. I'd rather have Mark Wilson. <laughs> And then he also sent a message to Al, can I get a bag of what you're smoking? Well, there you go. What am I going to say? And it just wasn't the same. Because we don't get the the true feeling of the fans. When you guys call in, that's who you are. You are Raider Nation. And it just really brings it. Uh, Reading your posts didn't do it. But I'll tell you right now, I love the Raider Nation. And I appreciate you bringing that up. And who knows what's gonna happen the rest of the year, but it's looking up. And and that's all I ask for is for them to play well and coach better. And that's all I got to say about that. Thank you, brother. And our next caller is the Prez. And I think he's calling from out at sea because the the call's not the best, but you can get it. You can hear it. What do you got for us, Prez?
6: Greater nation. This is the prettiest coming off a good victory yesterday. It was, um, once again, a cardiac kid arrest, but this time, Jesus, uh, Jacobs um, ended up doing the scoring, and we ended up in overtime. I don't know what it is about these plays from behind to win games. It always seems like that's what it is, but long as you come up with a W, that's all that matters. So, hope the Red Nation is happy. That's two in a row. Um, I don't know how this season's going to go, but Best that out of it, and that is all I got to say from the Preds. A little short today because hey, it is what it is. We're winning a couple of, of our games, and that pretty. coming around. But if um, we beat San Diego, then I'll uh, be more ecstatic. I'm pretty sure the we don't though. But for right now, we're just gonna take it for what it is, and may the season be a better one. This is the Preds and Raiders. And as always, salute to Raider, Raider Dave, salute to Raider
1: Gray, and the Nation. Later. Yeah, bro, it was an ecstatic win. I mean, (laughs) I'll take a win, but I'll take one of these wins. It was an exciting game. Jacobs ran out of his mind. Matter of fact, he had more yards than five teams that played on Sunday. Five complete teams. That's everybody. That's all running backs, all wide receivers. He had more yards by himself. Amazing. Amazing game. And yeah, you know what? Whatever happens the rest of the season, I've said that um, when we went on our little losing streak of seven games. What are we going to do? We're going to just sit back, watch, and enjoy these kind of wins. I mean, this is the kind of thing that gives you a just a boost of energy. And you know what? You can wear your stuff loud and proud that day and not listen to the questions on how they feel bad for you. Um, No, you hear people saying, man, that was a damn good game. I love it. Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller, my very good brother, he's been calling in for years. It's Raider Dan from KC. He is our eyes and ears (laughs) in Kansas City, Missouri. Love this gentleman. What is happening?
8: Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Raider Dance from KC. I'm going to start with you departing your own show. Uh, Thank you. Uh, You have brought a lot of joy to me personally, different things I've had in my life. Uh, Love listening to the podcast. Always pumps me up. Gets me talking to other Raider fans about the podcast. Uh, You're the best. On to the Seattle game. As much
4: as all of
8: us ripped Josh McDaniels, he's earned his name back, um, I felt like they were actively in management in the organization and coaching tanking the season. Uh, Listen to your last podcast, you played the locker room interview. Uh, I heard the fire in the guy's voice, too. Uh, It translated into the Seattle game. We will keep Josh Jacobs. Uh, I've no doubt about that. Uh, but I told a Raider fan after the Denver game that you know I really think Josh McDaniels is learning how to coach. It's crazy since it's so far in the season, but he is. He called a doggone good game in the Denver game. Uh, he called one hell of a game in the Seattle game, and these guys are playing for him. Um, a that that, that eighty six yard run, man. Man, I didn't get to see the game. I had to watch the replay on my on my phone, NFL mobile, give me a little shout out, whatever. But listening to it on the radio, man, I I, I just I almost broke my table. <laughs> it was it was great. Go Raiders.
1: First of all, thank you for the props, man. I mean, not like we're running out of the sunset today or whatever, but um, I want to set you guys up for when we do finally hang it up here. Long story short, man, yeah, I didn't get to see the game either first. I had to listen to it too because they didn't show it in the Bay Area. We had to look at the Niners here. What a joke. But I did get to see the game um, eventually, but I heard the whole game. But man, that last run, unbelievable, unbelievable. Now our coach is learning. I hope that he learns faster, and I hope he learns how to use the talent on the team. They better sign Jacobs, that's all. And uh, we'll see what happens the rest of the season. But man, what a great win against a winning team. That that's uh That's football. That's good football right there. Love the call as always, brother. And our next caller from North Carolina, Raider Ruben, is in the house. What's going on, my good Raider brother?
8: What's up, Raider Nation? Raider Greg. Uh, This is Ruben from North Carolina calling in on a victory week. Um, That was an exciting ending to the game. Last week's walk-off win was uh, exciting, but the way something about this week's game – against the Seahawks, the way the game was going. There's no telling which way that game was gonna go. Um I was losing hope in McDougal when uh, he refused to, you know, uh right before halftime with forty seconds and two timeouts to try to go get into kill range. Uh and uh not going for it for fourth and short later later on in the game, the second half. But we get the W. Um Defense gave up with a lot of points, but you know what? All it matters is the the fat at the end. And that's the win. Um, as long as we get more points than the other than our opponent, I'm a happy camper, and I uh, and I appreciate everybody else would be also. Um, Max Crosby, what can I say? The guy is quietly not being spoken in, in a mass media circuit. The guy deserves to be the topic of um, defensive player of the year. There's no doubt. And, um, Derek Carr, what can I say? You know, shaky start, two interceptions. He went not look but, you know, he pulled them together, and you know, everybody knows his, his stats. 300 yards, three, three touchdowns. You know, it's... I'll take that. You know, as long as we win, again, I'll take that. And what can I say about Josh Jacobs? My lord. I haven't seen a performance from a, a player like that since, um... Terrell Davis and Emma Smith in the Super Bowl was where the both were playing hurt, and they just carried the team to, to the Super Bowl victory. Josh Jacobs, man, that guy is he's something special, I tell you that much. Um, I was kind of skeptical about, you know, him coming into the league and how he's going to play in his offense, but um, the guy's proven that, you know, just give him the ball and he'll do the rest. You know, I like players like that. And, um, you know, the blue color, bringing much blocks to work, that guy, you know, with his nose to the grind and gets it done. Other than that, I um, hope everybody had a, a wonderful Thanksgiving. Hopefully, everybody made it home safe. And uh, on to the Chargers. You know, we need these wins. If we, make six games, we need them if we want to make a playoff run. So, see what happens, Raider Nation. It's a, It's a good time to be a Raider. Happy time to be a Raider right now. But... You know, let's, let's try to start counting our chickens before the eggs are hatched. Let's try to get these ones. On that note, I hope everybody has a good week. Stay safe. Love you guys later. Bye.
1: Thank you for your call, my good brother. And yes, Josh Jacobs and Max Crosby, if he doesn't get the Defensive Player of the Year, if he keeps going at this pace, definitely should be mentioned way more than he is. I totally agree. And Josh Jacobs, just for a second, let me just say, when he first started playing for us, he would run out of gas. He'd get past that secondary, and they'd catch him. He has changed his body. He has changed his diet. He has changed everything about the way he prepares for games. He's grown into being a beast of a running back. He has done this on his own. He's made himself a better player, a smarter player, a more elusive player. And along with catching the ball out of the backfield. An all-around football player, Josh Jacobs is for sure. Uh, What a victory, man. This was like a professional fight. Two guys punching it out in the ring, and we came out with the W. Great win for us, Um, especially (laughs) there at the 12th man. I love it. And our next caller is Raider Malik out of Tucson, Arizona. Great caller. What's going on, my Raider brother?
5: Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Raider Malik calling about the game. Big victory against the Seahawks. It was very nice to see. I uh, believe that's two two games in a row that we got to win. Um, let's just get right to it. Defense was still atrocious. Sorry, give up a lot of points. I know that during the game, when the was, was saying how they they were like bend but don't break, just you know just enough defense. I don't want to hear that. I need more from this defense. Uh, again, tackling bad. Only guy that's really doing anything on the defense consistently is Crosby. The guy is just an animal. Love him that guy for life, straight up. Chandler Jones, I don't want to hear any more about, you know, giving him credit for doing things that you can't see. That's a bunch of crap. They has got a lot of money, and when you pay somebody that kind of money, you want to see visual impact in the game. And usually what I see with him is, you know, he's standing up, he never gets down, you know, on all fours or anything, or in a three stance, rushes in, and as long as there's somebody in front of him, it, you know, he just he sort of just wrestles with the guy, kind of like Cleveland Farrell. Just wrestles with the guy, and a lot of times the guy will, you know, he'll run outside, leaving that gap, so they can run right through that, uh, chasing the quarterback, uh, leave that outside open. Quarterback runs outside. I just, I just don't approve of his play. I'm sorry. I really miss Nate Hobbs. You know, honestly, Crosby and Hobbs were the two highlights of that whole defense. Hobbs will help that secondary immensely. I know that Everett went down with uh, an injury, but I didn't really see him doing anything anyway, honestly. I see a lot of guys that are fumbling around, still not making tackles. Uh, there's times when, you know, the running back is pushing towards the end zone and guys are just they're just sort of half-assing it. They're not really fighting. They're, they're sort of giving up, like giving up those extra yards with that touchdown. I don't like seeing that. They got to come with some grit, man. And uh, I don't, I don't know what they do in practice. I'm not a coach. I just, I don't understand. They don't do one-on-ones or they don't have conversations about the things they're doing wrong. It's like they just go back and just, just keep on preaching the same things they're preaching before, but they don't fix those technical details that cause them to give up yards and big plays and big scores. I just, I want to see that change. The offense, yeah, Jacobs was phenomenal. I mean, supposedly he's on he's on pace to break Marcus Allen's record, which is insane. Uh, I know people are saying he might just go to free agency they might let him go. That's a bunch of crap. You know, guys like Renfro, Waller, and uh, Jacobs have been in a lot of rumors with that. I don't think they should let anybody go, man. They got to keep these guys because, you know, letting these guys go and try to get somebody cheap on the market, we know where that's going to go. We've been through that for years now. These guys don't do squat. If you want to win, you got to get some. You got to get some really good players. You got to be studs. But they got to be guys that really impact the defense, you know. And other teams, you see guys that are like no names that just show up and make a ton of tackles, make great plays. Guys that weren't like drafted high or anything. So I don't want to hear any crap about that. I mean, they just they got to step it up. And you know, McDaniel's is off the fire, supposedly right now. I mean, two wins is great and all. But we still got more of the season to go. If they revert back to the same crap as before and the same excuses and the same bad losses and bad plays, it's just, it can't happen. But I'm so happy that we got that win. It was so – I mean, I was screaming at the TV to just see him break that hole. And that burst of speed, I didn't know we had that kind of burst of speed. I mean, it was it was amazing. And earlier in the, early the season, it seemed like whenever Jacobs was doing well, he'd start out well and then he would start giving the ball. But no, they just kept feeding the ball. Which was phenomenal, and you know, Carl was you know, Carl was fine. You know, he wasn't causing any problems in my mind, didn't cause us to lose the game or almost lose the game or anything. You know, I they still feel like they just don't seem to have route running that really opens guys up. I mean, you know, Devontae Adams does his little double moves and things like that. I just I want to see more from the offense, man. I really want to see that. I want to see them really just try to take teams apart. They have the talent, but they just, you know, it just seems like the route running and the, and the calls don't really call for that. And uh, I just, I want to see that improvement. But I'm really happy that we got the win. You know, uh, it was great. I was getting a lot of victory congratulations from my friends and all for getting that second win in a row, which was, you know, I guess they were kind of making fun of me. But I don't care. I just want to finish that and just say thank you. Uh, Raider for life, Raider Nation for life. You know how that goes. Love you all. Have a good day, y'all.
1: Well, Raider Malik, I agree with you that there's more to be done. The defense, as bad as it has been, though, is really vastly improved in the last two games. I mean, not great. Um, I I think Jones is going to be gone at the end of the year because he's just not who he was, and he's not putting his heart into it, I don't think, because the other players are playing well. The interior defensive line, which was brutally bad, For the last two games, they've been doing okay. I think that the defense is finally getting it. I don't know if the coaches changed things, but I think the defense is trying to get their scheme. We get Nate Hobbs back for the Charger game, which will be great. Um, But, you know, when you say about Waller and Renfro, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with you that those guys are going to make a big impact going forward. Um Remford's been hurt a couple times, and Waller's been hurt too. I don't know if they're part of the mix, but we shall see. We're not going to know until we have the whole team together. And let me say, Josh Jacobs will change the offense. It'll change the way the other defense plays the Raiders. They'll play way more in-the-box play, and that'll allow our wide receivers to get out there and catch some balls. Now, Mac Hollins is no joke. He's really developed into a great player as well as Foster Moreau. I'm not seeing too much of a skip and a, a dip from the players that are starting to develop on our team. So, yeah, it would be great to have Waller in his prime where he was playing before last year. It would be great to have Renfro back if he can play the same as he did last season. But this year, maybe they've both been hurt I don't know, but I surely haven't seen the talent from those two guys. So that's why you're hearing those rumors about them. So I'm not sure. Jury's out for me on that because I see a development on some young players here that's really proven to be pretty good. So let's see what happens the rest of the season, bro. But I am sure happy we got this W. It was refreshing, especially the way it went down. And, and Josh Jacobs... 303 yards. Marcus Allen never has had 303 yards in a game, ever. Love the call, brother, as always. And our next caller from Southern California, Raider Sam is in the house. My good, happy Raider brother. What's up?
0: What up, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. It's Raider Sam of SoCal. Just win, baby. Man, what a game. What a freaking game. I swear, man, the silver and black is going to give me a heart attack. Man, I wish it wouldn't be such a cardiac heart attack game, but, hey, it's better than an L, right? Holy crap. Can we just ever win a game normally? But, hey, man, I'll take them the way any way I can get them. And it was cool and crazy to, to hear all the fans, man. That was pretty cool. Um. And I guess we know what the 12th man is, right? Could you imagine if one of our players ran onto the field? You know they would have flagged us for sure, man. I don't know how they didn't see that dude, but, you know, um, they would have flagged us for sure, no doubt about it. The officiating crew, they sucked too, man. I heard we were like one and six when that lead referee officiates a Raider game. And, you know, they tried to screw it too, man. They did. I know it. You know it. You know, taking – 10 full minutes on that Metcalf review. Um, but, you know, luckily, you know, and thank God, you know, for that forward progress call on, on Jacobs the uh, because, you know, they were going to take that call away for sure, that fumble. They would have ripped that man. But, you know, speaking of Jacobs, he's a beast, bro. He's on another level, in another world. He's playing out of his mind. Um, you know, and I didn't realize that Bo Jackson run from the kingdom, running through the the hall was like 35 years of the date or something like that but I just knew we were going to win once I heard that man you know I, I just you know I had that gut feeling and it was only fitting for Josh Jacobs to get that walk off slash runoff bro that was pretty freaking awesome you know it's uh um, and it's crazy man because I love Khalil Mack too man that trade, you know still bothers me to this day but Jacobs is who we got for him and it sure seems like you know that trade has worked out man um and Mad Max Crosby, thank God for that dude, too, man, because after losing Mac, he makes you kind of forget about Mac, man. He, he's killing it for real. He's playing out of his mind, too. That Adams one-hand catch, that was cool, man. You know, the defense came through. They they didn't play perfect, but it was good enough to win, man, and that's all that's all I could ask for. You know, they did score 34 on us, but, hey, you know, we got to stop when we needed it the most. So the hope is still alive, you know. On to the Chargers, man. I hate the Chokers, too. I can't stand them. I I still can't believe they beat us 13 times in a row, man, back in the day uh, when LT was running all over us, man. So hopefully Jacobs can run all over them. I can't stand the fact that Herbert fell into their laps after, you know, we had to deal with Phillips, Cryme, and Rivers for all those years. But, hey, man, they owe us one, or we owe them one from week one, you know, in LA. So, you know, hopefully we pull it off and, you know, beat their ass and, before I forget, man, what's up with all these teams rocking black jerseys now? Paint their end zones black, and everybody's wearing black. It used to just be, you know, the Raiders, the Aints, and, and the Cheeseburgers. I know the the Panthers came and, you know, copied, and now tried to them or whatever, but it just seems like everyone's wearing black. You know, everyone tries to clown us or keep us down, but want to take our salad, and run with it. Every chance they get it, just like, you know, everybody in the mom use a nation after after you know even in different sports everybody's using nation and i can't stand it man i don't like it at all uh but i'll but i'll end it on a positive how i started it man you know just win baby go raiders
1: great call brother yeah a lot of people copy in the black can't take the silver from us and they can't take the cover colors from us trust me nobody else gonna wear that that's our trademark those are our colors and colors that couldn't be possibly mimicked. That's our silver and black. And uh, well, you know, the refs did not try to steal. I think they did a you know average job. I don't think they tried to screw us. I don't think that they tried to screw the 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 other team. I think they did an average job. Uh, I'm fine with the with the officiating. Uh, to a degree, uh, it wasn't crazy. We, hey, we had like nine penalties, maybe seven penalties, but um, for 90 yards. No, 50 yards, 50 yards. Still, that was pretty pretty free from penalties for as much back and forth as there was. Yeah, and the, the uh, Seahawks fans are all crying because <laughs> they thought they got hosed. Isn't that funny? The funniest thing was the roar of the crowd after we won you know the nation was in the house and they were wearing silver and black and that's a fact. Thank you for the call, brother, as well. Well, Raider Nation, that will do it for this edition of the Raider Nation podcast. Listen, man, we had a great game. It was great to see, exciting for once. We have something to cheer about, which is all we asked for. We asked for all the effort from all players and coaches. That's all we can ask for and we saw it come to fruition. We got San Diego coming in the house. Let's fill that up with a silver and black. Make it a home game for sure. Without a lot of powder blue in there like there was last time I was there at the end of the season last year before the playoffs. A lot of powder blue that went home with the blues. Because <laughs> we got the W. We could beat the Chargers, man. They are 30th in run defense. And a Joey Bosa... I love it when we beat that guy. Uh, Max not doing such a good job. So we'll see. We'll see what happens to that game. First of all, so I want to thank all you callers again for calling in. We've been doing this show for a very long time, 18 years. Some of you guys that were young men uh, that were watching, listening to this show when you were young has, have, have grown into men and gotten families. And changed your whole life during the time we've been doing this show. And that's a great thing to think about. That makes me uh, smile a great deal. To know that uh, you guys have hung in here with Randy and I for that many years. We really appreciate it. So let's go Raiders. Let's get this done. Let's get some wins. Let's get this crowd back into it. Let's go see this game at home against the chargeless, noteless, Bullless chargers. And then see what happens the rest of the season, man, because we are the Raiders. And most of all, we are the Raider Nation. I'm Raider Greg, and I am Alex.